This is Chris Gardner of the Houston Round Ball Review speaking with Houston Baptist University men's basketball head coach Ron Cottrell, somebody who I must confess I haven't spoken to as often as I probably should have in the last couple of years. So, Coach, first off, thank you very much for taking time for this interview. How are you? Yeah, I'm happy happy to be here. I'm I'm doing well. I had a busy summer, as many of us in this business have, and and uh, excited about being back in town now after the re- July recruiting period is over and and uh, getting ready for the school year to start. How how did you and the staff, I guess, divide up the cities and the, I guess the events that y'all attended this summer? How does that work? Well, we we do like I guess just about any other staff. We sit down and start looking at uh, who it is that we're already on that, that we have some leads on, and we we spent some time recruiting, uh, you know, in the spring or, or previous year, and and uh, figure out where they're going, and then uh, divide up kind of who wants to go which direction based on who needs to see those guys and, and who's developed relationships who hadn't had a chance to see them yet necessarily and, and uh, needs to kind of uh, have an eye on them and, and see how they're doing. And so we, we kind of split things up and, and go different directions uh, the first couple of weeks. And then, then the last week, uh, uh, three of us were in, in Las Vegas and, and one was in Orlando. And, and I just tried to see as many people as we possibly could during the July period. Now in the in Vegas, since all three of y'all were there, were y'all still going to a different, I guess, gyms or venues, or do you have your eyes, all three of y'all wanting to make your presence known for us, like a handful well, of players? Well, we do a little bit, a little bit of both. We we have two or th- we had two or three guys in Vegas that we were specifically concentrating our efforts on. So when those guys played, we tried to have multiple guys there. And, and, uh, in some cases, all, all three of us were overall there, but then in times in which those guys weren't playing, we would kind of spread out across the city and, and cover as much as you can. As you know, Vegas has grown to the point where there's six or seven tournaments going on at once. And, and so it's hard, uh, to, to get across the city and see everything, that you want to see. And that's why we took three and past years we did two and two. We'd had two in Orlando and two in Vegas, but we just felt like the way things have, have gone with the tournaments that we needed more bodies, more eyes in, in Vegas because there's so much driving and, and so many different tournaments going on. Whereas Orlando, they, you think kind of is, is all encompassing and, and, and one set of eyes could kind of see, pretty much everything we needed to see. So it's a difficult time. It's an unbelievably hectic time, but, but it can be a very productive time too, to, to really get out and, and not only kind of hammer home some of the guys that you're on early, but, but see as many possible guys as you can in one place. How many scholarships do you have available? Uh, I guess upcoming. Yeah, we have three seniors in this year's class. And so we, we're, we really concentrate on signing, uh, three guys and, and, and three different positions. And, and, uh, you know, that, that can mean you're, you're recruiting a lot of different people, but, uh, we kind of take a little bit different tack than a lot of schools. We don't, we don't throw a lot of offers out there. Uh, whereas a lot of people, you know, you'll see some schools that I've seen that have, 20 and 30 offers out to guys and they only have two or three scholarships open. And, and, uh, I mean, I, I even saw one the other day, I think that had 40 something offers out and they have three scholarships open for next year. Um, we don't, we really don't go that way. We, we really want to focus in on the guys that we really like and, and really want and, and, and do everything we can to, 
to, to hammer those guys home and, and, and really make them understand how much uh, we want them to be a part of our program. And, and then we obviously have backup plans and other guys that we've, we watch and, and, and keep our eye on and, and things like that. But we really spend a lot of time really going after the guys that we really feel as though fit our university, our program, our situation the best. And let's, since you brought that up, I, um, expound on Houston Baptist University academics and athletics and get an, give an overall sense of basketball program? Well, obviously, we're a, we're a small, private, high academic uh, Christian institution. And so those each of those things that I just meant, mentioned, all those different qualifiers mean something a little different. I mean, uh, you're a small school, so you're, you're, you're going to be in smaller class sizes. You're going to be in a you know, 14 to 1 student to teacher type ratio situation uh, classes with you know, many times 20 or less types, you know, students in your, in your, in your classes. Uh, so you, you're not going to be on a campus where you can, you can get lost. You're going to, you're going to have the opportunity to get to know people, uh, all across campus. Uh, it is a private academic school. It is, it's, it means something to, to be admitted in HBU in the first place. It is not a school that has a very high, uh, admission rate. And so it's, uh, it's difficult to, uh, sometimes find the right guys that, that can compete at the level we need to compete at. Um, in, in the Southland Conference, who can also be successful here uh, academically and not just you know you know swim by and, and skate by, but but be successful and actually graduate from here. We've been very fortunate to to have an unbelievably high graduation rate over the years that I've been here, uh, and and that means you know we as recruiters have to go out and really concentrate on finding the right kind of fit, as I said, and and then we're also we're a Christian institution, and that means something to us as well, is that we want young men that that are going to come in and and be of high character and and understand the type of institution that we are, and and not just uh, come here and 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 bear it, but 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 thrive in that situation and and enjoy the fact that that they're they're being uh, educated in, in a well-rounded uh, situation with people who really do care about who they are and, and not just uh, uh, going to class and, and playing basketball, but uh, watching them grow spiritually as well. And so all of those things mean something to us when we're going out on the recruiting trail and, and uh, you know, to find guys uh, that, that fit all of those criteria sometimes can be challenging, but at the same time as a coach, it's unbelievably rewarding because you're recruiting really high level people and, and, and really good guys that, that, uh, that come from high character situations. And, and, uh, so it's a fun place to coach. I mean, I've, I've been here a while and, and, uh, and really like what I do and, and like the type of people that I, that I work with every day. Did the success, of last season or has the success of last season helped open a few more doors this summer or, or open a few people's eyes and, you know, congratulations on last year. And, you know, I didn't think you guys could do it kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah, I I believe it has to some degree. I, I, I think people have seen us, kind of grow into the Southland Conference, so to speak. And, and uh, you know, we've only been 
uh, members four years. We just finished our fourth year, and and uh, that first year, just to kind of go through it, first year we finished 14th. Uh, there were 14 schools in the league at the time with Oral Roberts still in the league, and and we finished you know, last and in, in 14th place. And then and then the next year we finished tied for seventh, I believe, and and really made a big big jump forward. We felt like and and moving to kind of the, the midway of the of the league, and then and then a year ago we finished fourth, and and. And so we thought, well, that's, you know, that's a pretty good move. And, and then last year we finished tied for second. Uh, and, uh, and so that was, I think did open some people's eyes. One, one game from, from, uh, you know, at least tying for a conference championship and, uh, tied for second with Stephen F and, and Corpus and, and, uh, really felt as though that, that really made a statement to a lot of recruits and a lot of people in the city that, that we've been able to make steps forward every, every year since we've been in the Southland. And, and as you know, I mean, this is a, a tough league. This is a, uh, I think a really underestimated, uh, underappreciated league. With that, with the last season's success, has the bar been raised? Have the expectations been raised for you and the staff and the team to not only match last season's success but improve upon it this year? Well, I don't know that the bar's been raised. I think we always set ourselves uh, with a high standard and a high bar. I, I think uh, anytime you're in a competitive situation, you want to achieve the highest uh, degree of success that you possibly can. And and so I don't look at it as though uh, we have to try to reach the next level or reach the next step or, or we have pressure on us to achieve a certain thing. We're just competing to be the best we can, and, and, and we want to try to do everything we can to compete for a conference championship every year and and uh, I do think the the new guys and returners see the success that we've had the last couple of years and the and the strides forward and 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 especially you know these guys who who were here last year really want to make that next step and I think they're they've really worked had a good off season and worked really hard uh, to put themselves in a position to try to do the best they can to to take it to the next step uh, and and possibly have a chance to win a conference championship but this league is is so difficult and, and changes so much from year to year. You just don't know what's going to be thrown at you uh, with the conference schedule and, and who people are signing and, and that sort of thing. So I think you set yourself up for, for uh, you know, disappointment if you say you're looking to do a particular thing when you walk into, uh, into the conference play. I just want our, our, our guys to come in here and, and, and enjoy playing together, play hard together, take pride in who they are and, and, and what they can achieve and, and, uh, and play the, the hardest and the best they can, and we'll see what happens. I, I think you, you have announced the schedule for the 2017-18 season, so just yes, discuss that. Well, we start out with uh, the 2K Classic um, that we've been invited to play in, and we'll we'll open the season at Providence in Providence, Rhode Island, and uh, obviously that'll be a, a tough test. And along with that, we play Virginia Tech uh, on the back end of that of that tournament, that 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 classic. Uh, but then in the middle, we play uh, in a tournament format at Belmont. Uh, and open with them, and then you know the, you'll either play Seattle or Detroit uh, on the second day. So that's a honor to be asked to play in 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 that particular classic. I, I have a lot of affinity for the Wounded Warrior Project, which is is uh, part of the two K two K Classic, and and so that's going to be a challenge for us with a young team to 
to play at that high level early on. And we follow right up behind that with uh, Oklahoma State uh, in Stillwater. And and uh, and then we've got a couple uh, non-Division one home games uh, mixed in there as well. And, and then we play Danny Casper's team here in, in Sharp. Uh, Texas State comes to town and, and starts a home-and-home. And, home. and so we're excited about that. And uh, then we return again to St. Peter's. They came and played us down here. Uh, last year so we're going up to new jersey this year to return that game and and uh and we started a home and home with uh ut san antonio over in san antonio this year we're excited about that having a couple san antonio uh young men on our roster so that'd be good to go over and play them and uh then we've got michigan state uh in east lansing and vanderbilt in nashville uh, before we open south and conference play so we're we've got a tough schedule coming up i, I think it's going to be uh, you know, something that's going to challenge our young guys and, and, uh, really give us a feel for what we need to work on, uh, heading into conference play. And, and, uh, obviously you're going to, you're going to take some bumps and bruises along the way when you play that kind of schedule. But I think that's, that's good for you to, to see where you are heading into, into Southland Conference. And typically you, I, I, I think it's safe to say you try to challenge your team non-conference with, high caliber opponents is that fair accurate yeah i think it does several things for you uh, i think it's it's really good for your guys to be challenged at the highest level and and see uh how you hold up in those type of positions and and uh you know i think you when you place in the fire you better you better find a way to 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 come out of that and and i think it's good for our guys to see that before we ever get into conference play i think it's great for recruiting i think it's great for uh guys that that we're on recruiting to see that hey you're going to play a michigan or an indiana or a michigan state or a you know an oklahoma state or i go down the long list of people we played over the last several years and and that's attractive to a recruit to know you're going to have an opportunity to play against some of the best schools in 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 the country and and i think it's great exposure for our university as well i mean we we played on tv uh quite a number of times over the last few years in those games. And, and I think anything we can do to help further the name of the university, uh, I think it's incumbent upon us to do that. And, and, uh, and so I think that when you, when you talk about national exposure for your university, when you play some of the schools we've been playing, I think that's, that's, that only speaks highly of your university. Coach, I'm, I'm going to ask you this and I guess I'm kind of putting you on the spot, but I'm going to ask anyway. Okay. What are your thoughts on uh, a classic featuring the four Houston teams, Division One Houston teams? Well, you know, I think you and I've had this conversation before, if I recall, and and, and I've had it with with quite a few people. I've been a proponent of that for almost as long as I've been here. I, I think. Uh, you know, at one time U of H and, and Rice were in the same conference, and so they couldn't play each other necessarily. But so we talked about possibly setting it up as a classic at that point. But now I would love to to set it up as a tournament uh, with us in Texas Southern, U of H and Rice, and and uh, I, I've talked about this uh, as something that would be terrific for college basketball in our city and. And, uh, you know, I think anything that we all as, as coaches and, and as college programs in the city can do to, to help promote college basketball, I think we ought to be for that. And, 
and I really have pushed that over the years and, and, and at different times I've had people agree with me and, and, and say that they think it would be terrific, but never have been able to really pull it off. Uh, you know, I've even offered that, that we ought to play it, uh, as a round robin type thing on the three other campuses, um, and give those those schools home home games in you know every third year in that and and then possibly in the fourth year with our our facility being a little bit smaller and probably not necessarily able to handle that by then maybe it's large enough that we could move it to one of the bigger venues uh in the city i, I just think it it makes a lot of sense um for us to do that um you know i haven't had an opportunity to talk to uh, the, the newer coaches that are, that are in the city about that. But I certainly would, would love to have that, that conversation. And, you know, I think if it, if it's done right and done well, uh, I could see where someone in our city might would want to step up and, and put a name sponsorship on that and really make it something big. Thank you very much. And you are correct. I have asked that before. We have talked about it before, but I wanted to ask you again. So yeah, thank you for your, your candor on that. How long? Have you been at HBU? Uh, Twenty-seven years. I came in in uh, the fall of 1990, uh, and and at that time basketball had been had been discontinued, and and uh, two years previous to that, and and uh, the the president at the time had had known that they wanted to, to restart it, and, and I came in at that time and and spent the 1990-91 school year. Uh, recruiting and, and putting a schedule back together and, and literally buying basketballs and uniforms and all the things that you have to do to get a program going and, and then start competing in 91. Uh, we were NAI at the time and, and, and started out much like kind of what we've done since we made this transition to Division One. We, we won seven games our first year, then we won 14 games the next year, then we won 17 games the next year, and then we won 21 games uh, in the fourth year. And then we kind of took off from there and, and, uh, and really had had a really good run. And then I, uh, through quite a few years, went to the national tournament, uh, I believe 10 years in a row. And, and I was ranked number one in the country for, for a while. And, uh, and then Dr. Sloan came in and, and really had a vision for our university going to a national, type university not just athletically but across the board and and knew that division one athletics would really help the university in that regard and so uh we started that transition back in 2007 i guess and uh uh went through a time when we were an independent and then and then uh got in the great west conference um which was a conglomeration of a bunch of independent schools around the country and, and really a spread out league but it was a good league for us during that transition time and and then we're fortunate enough to be added into the to the southland conference as a new member uh four years ago as i said and and really have have uh, made that a, a really good home for us and a, a terrific league for us long 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 answer to a short question no problem at all with the transition to division one how has hbu's campus changed well, I, I think you see uh, a lot of things on our campus going on. As I said, it, it wasn't just an athletics decision. It was it was a university decision to to really make the university a more nationally known uh, university. And so, 
Uh, you see our campus growing. You see our enrollment growing every year. Uh, every year, it seems, we have the largest enrollment we've ever had in the history of the university over the last five or six years. And the largest freshman class every year, it seems like, uh, over the previous uh, year's freshman class. And so you see dorms being built just in the, the last few years. We built a six-story dormitory here on campus. Um, and uh, it's a beautiful facility and a beautiful place for for on-campus students to live and we've added football during this time and and that means a a lot to our campus and in fall uh you know environment and things to do and 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 for our students to rally around and and be a a really good spirit builder for our university uh and, and and that they built a on campus uh, stadium and, and along with that. And so you see a lot of building going on around our campus. There's a lot of retail building going on. Uh, they're actually physically on our campus uh, out on the freeway. And so there's a lot of, lot of exciting things going on uh, on our campus with, with our enrollment uh, growing and, and our physical plan, our actual facilities on our campus growing. Speaking of facilities, I'm sure that's going to lead to the you, next question. You know, I, I always ask you this as well. What about a basketball facility? What about a bigger sharp gym or a newer whatever sharp gym, sharp facility, unnamed basketball gym? <laughs> well, certainly that is in the game plan for the university. It is if you look at the master plan of our university, uh there's an arena uh plan uh for for over right, right close to the Southwest Freeway uh adjacent uh to 59 and 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 Fondren and uh you see that in the master plan it's, it's public anyone can can see what the plans are for that there's like i said already there's there's some retail stores going on going in already that have already opened up along that area right there that that would kind of go into that whole kind of village atmosphere over that side of campus and and uh, a, a hotel is part of that as well, and, and the arena uh, fits right in there as well. And so it's something that there's no doubt that our that our president and our board of trustees are are, are on fire about doing. I mean, they, they, this isn't something that this just idle conversation on our campus. This is something that's active that that people are really excited about uh, us possibly having a new arena coming. Uh, and hopefully in the not too distant future. I, I can't put a, a date on it or a time frame on it this particular, but, but certainly it is something that, that our university is, is actively working towards ha- making happen. Earlier in our conversation, you mentioned that you're going to have a, a young team this year. What's the classification breakdown of seniors, juniors, sophomores, freshmen? Yeah, we've got uh, three seniors, uh, four juniors, uh, I believe three sophomores, and we've got uh, five freshmen. Um, so of those, of that group, uh, eight of those guys are new. Obviously, the the five freshmen are new, uh, and then we have three transfers. One is a grad transfer, and two are junior college transfers. So eight new guys uh, to our roster. Uh, that are that are learning kind of who we are and what we're about, and obviously summer workouts has been a uh, big benefit to be able to uh, get those guys on the court together and and kind of get them uh, ingrained in how we do things on our on our campus and in our program. And and uh, you know, when, anytime you have eight new guys, I think we have 16 on our roster 
total uh, so half of our roster is new. You, you've got a lot of learning to do, but uh, we're really excited about uh, not just the, the new guys, but obviously the guys that we've got returning. It, it's going to be a, a fun team with a really good balance, I think, in, in our classification breakdown. Of the three seniors, I believe Josh borrowed one of those three. Is that right? Correct. Correct. What's it been like to see Josh's his game improve from freshman year to now? <laughs> Well, as, as I'm sure you remember, hopefully your listeners remember as well, as Josh came out of Angleton High School with no college scholarship offers of any kind. Which still baffles me. Which still baffles me. But, yes. Yeah. He, he didn't have a junior college offer. He didn't have a Division II offer. He had no offers whatsoever uh, of any kind when, when we signed Josh out of high school. Uh, we brought him in uh, to work out with our guys. And immediately, I mean, it, it wasn't five, ten minutes into the workout. I'm turning to my assistants, going, "We got, we got to sign this kid." I mean, he's he's six, probably six nine and a half at the time. He's about six eleven uh, now, um, with tremendous hands. He has some of the best hands you could ever ask of a big guy, and, and really good court vision. Uh, and an understanding of, of how to play the game, and and uh, it, he, he wasn't in shape, uh, and I think that that hurt him a lot. Obviously, in in the recruiting process, uh, he weighed considerably more than he does now, and and what he, you know, that weight wasn't in in the right places at the time, and and uh, and he didn't have terrific footwork. He he really needed to to work on how to play the game a little more, but. But I, I, those are the kinds of things you can work on somebody's body and and and, and how they look and and and, and kind of how their their body's distributed when you get them on campus and right. and you can get on the court and work on their footwork, but you can't you can't teach hands and IQ and and vision. Those are things that God gave you and and uh, and so Josh came here and and has really really worked. He was a sponge early on on everything that we taught him on on how to play and 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 that sort of thing. And now we're reaping the benefits. And Josh is, you know, I, I think you could argue that he's the best best big man in our league as far as true big men. I mean, mm-hmm. now, don't get me wrong. There's some some guys that are in our league that are really good that play the four and the five. But when you talk about back to the basket post-up player i don't know that there's anyone in our league any better than josh and and you know second team all conference last year was i will mention the year before and only played in like i don't know four or five conference games that year because he got hurt um and and so you know we're, we're looking for big things for josh uh his senior year he's excited about uh what he's still able to do and how how much better he can get what are your thoughts on um, digital, social media, things like that. Oh, you know, I, I think the the digital part of the exposure for university and for your for your team is is huge. I think we, you know, we stream all of our our home games, um, you know, through our through our university's website. And and for us, you know, you look at our roster, we've got. We've got 16 guys on our roster, and, and half of them are Texas guys, and half of them are not. And so when you start talking about guys who, who come from all over the country, just the idea that mom and dad and friends and that sort of thing uh, can see them play, 
in this day and age. I, I don't know that, that nowadays young men and women look at it any differently of if you're actually on what we would, as older folks would consider TV with, you know, through, through a uh, dish network or cable or whatever, or whether you're just being streamed digitally. Uh, I, I think either one works just as well. And so the fact that all of our home games are, are, are streamed and then pretty much almost all of our road games, uh, whoever we're playing, when you play the kind of schedule we're playing, those, those games are on some sort of TV as well. And so I think that's huge uh, for the exposure for our university and for, for our recruiting in particular. Uh, the other parts of, of social media and, and those sorts of things, uh, I'm a little bit old school in that regard. We, we do all of that as a department and, and as a program, and, and my assistants are really good about putting our stuff out there and and uh tweeting things and doing instagram and and all those kinds of things and i know a little bit about what's going on with it and and stay up on it as much as i can but i'm not a big tweeter i don't i don't do a lot of stuff on on twitter and and uh you know so i kind of lead that to people who are more attuned to those kinds of things did it take much arm twisting to convince you I guess the benefits of having the game streamed, the home game streamed. Oh no, not at all. I mean, you know, I think there was a time, day, and age when people said, "Oh, you don't want to have your home games on on TV because then people won't come to the game." I don't think that's that's near the the, the fact uh, of how things are in today at, at all. I think anything you can do for exposure for your for your program is is good and and. Uh, I think people are going to come to their game. We're going to come to the game anyway. And uh, as you've seen coming to Sharp, it's it's a rocking place. And I don't think the fact we're streaming games is hurting us at all uh, in the type of atmosphere that we're able to have in Sharp Gym. Is there anything that you would like to improve about NTA Division One basketball? On the court, off the court, anything? <laughs> Well, you know, I, I think as any coach would tell you, the summer thing uh, with summer recruiting is has changed so much and, and gotten, uh, I guess, somewhat out of control. I think there's, uh, you know, anytime you get the shoe companies as involved as they are uh, in this whole process and controlling kids and programs and who goes where and and all that i think you, you you've got a can of worms opened up that people can't get back in the can uh and how to control it and and it's it's a really difficult thing uh you know uh, 10 15 years ago you know the high school coach was such a huge part of of our recruiting process and and going out and seeing and talking to the high school coaches and seeing their practices and being a part of of uh, of their programs to see kids through through that avenue was so big, and now it's so unbelievably unfortunate that they're in many many ways, many times taken out of the process, and and that's that's disconcerting as as a college coach to to see that that the summer ball and then nothing wrong with summer coaches. I mean, we've got some tremendous ones here in the city. There's some guys that I consider friends that, that, that coach summer ball and, and do a ter- terrific job. And, and I'm not dis- uh, dismerging them at all and disparaging them at all, but uh, high school coaches uh, in the educational process of, of high school uh, athletics is, is something that I think has been, 
uh, marginalized through this process, and that's really, really important. I don't know how you how you solve that. Uh, and there's so many other things you could talk about in the recruiting and that sort of thing. But you know, I, overall, I, I love the college game. I, I love being involved in college athletics and what it means on and off the court, and and uh, being a part of the educational process for young young men and. And uh, there's always things you can change, and I, I think sometimes we're we're guilty in the college game of, of changing our game too much to to satisfy too many people. Uh, I think we, sometimes we try to make ourselves look too much like the NBA uh, with some of our rules changes. But uh, I think there's nothing wrong with being unique and in who we are as a college game. One or two more things. How how long? Do you want to coach? <laughs> you know, I, I don't know that. I, 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 some of that is in in my control. Some of that's a, in in your boss's control of how long you you continue to do what you do at a particular institution, and and some of it's in the Lord's hands. I, I don't know how much longer I, I that that you know the Lord wants me to do this. I, I'm going to do it as long as He tells me this is the thing that I need to be doing, and. And, uh, but, but I'll tell you this, I, I have as much fire and passion and, and enjoyment out of what I'm doing today as I did, you know, 10, 15 years ago. I, I, I enjoy being around young men. We, we had a, our, some, you know, one of our summer workouts just, you know, a couple hours ago and, and that, that, uh, reinvigorated me. I mean, that was, that was fun after coming off of, after coming off the road and, and, and traveling and doing all the recruiting things to actually get on the court and, and, and be able to coach and be around the guys that, that we have in our program was, was enjoyable for me and, 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 and teaching them some new things that we're doing offensively and defensively and, that to me, that's still fun. Uh, I still enjoy those things and, and being a part of that that process with them. And, and so, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't, I can't answer the question directly, but I can tell you, I'm going to keep doing it as long as I have uh, as much enjoyment as I get out of it right now. Fantastic. In just in closing, is there anything that you want to mention, discuss that I haven't asked you about? No, I, I would just say I, I would in, in encourage people to come watch uh, watch not only us but but all the college teams in, in the city of Houston play. I, I think I think the 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 college game gets kind of snowed under, so to speak, by the NBA and by the Rockets, and and they're they're doing great things. And I love I love you know kind of direction they're heading uh, with some of the moves they made during the summer, but. Uh, I think there's still room for college basketball in our city. Um, there's so much talent, basketball talent in our city uh, from the high school level on up, um, and, and I think it's I think it's a underappreciated uh, college basketball is really underappreciated in our city, and and I would I would want you know, alums of, of Rice and U of H and TSU and Prairie View and T- Sam Houston State and all, everyone in our region to, to go out and support their basketball programs and, and, and go see some really high-quality basketball. And it, I, I think you can't, uh, you can't underestimate the, the excitement and, and the, 
the, the enjoyment you get out of seeing college athletes compete at a very high level. Uh, pro athletes, athletics has its, has its place. I think high school has its place. There's no doubt. Uh, but I think anytime you can be a part of seeing college athletes compete at a high level, that's fun. That's in, uh, and particularly at our place in sharp gym where it's so small and, and very intimate, you can really be on top of the game and enjoy seeing, uh, some really high, high level competition, uh, up close and personal in, in, in our arena. And so I think, you know, I would just encourage people to go see, go see college basketball. You go see college football. I mean, it, it, you know, I think the uh, the college experience of athletics is is, is uh, special, and and you can't replace it. All right, coach. Thank you very much for your time, Ron Cottrell, head coach of the Houston Baptist University men's basketball team. Coach, I appreciate it as always. I will not be a stranger this season. I promise you. Thanks. And thank you and again. Good. Thank you, Chris. Come see us anytime. We'd love to have you. I appreciate it. You take care. All righty.